Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. Subscribe now and follow the new worlds being built. It's March 28th. Let's see what happened this week. If you finally get into crypto, will you be sorry? According to data published by Consumer Affairs, yes, you will. A survey asked how often people regret not making a financial decision About 67% often or sometimes feel such regrets, especially Gen Z. When the pandemic hit, people started making purchases they now regret, mostly houses, cars, but also crypto. 49% are sorry they bought crypto. Only 16% regret not getting into it versus 34% who said they're really happy they stayed out of it. The same appears to be true of NFTs. 46% regret buying NFTs versus 40% of non-buyers who say they're glad they didn't go near the stuff. You know who doesn't appear sorry they're getting into crypto? Venture capitalists. Investments are flowing into that and blockchain soaring as much as five times in just one year. More than $10 billion in investments went into the space in 2021, For comparison's sake, back in 2017, there wasn't even $1 billion in crypto investments from venture capitalists. And it's not just that there are more deals being made, although that is true. It's that there's more money being poured into each deal. So if you have an idea for a blockchain or metaverse startup floating around in your head, now might be a good time to practice your pitching skills because apparently, if you have a pulse and say blockchain, you could get funded. Why is this happening now? Apparently, the technology around crypto hit a point where it was mature enough to get taken seriously. That happened to me when I was about 37. That technology includes custody, exchanges, borrowing and lending, investable vehicles, and research. We're one step closer to someone at a bank looking down their nose at you and turning you down for a loan in the metaverse, just like they do in the real world. And you can't even steal their pens. MetaBank DeFi announced it's putting together a platform to conduct decentralized finance and help develop simple digital banking procedures. I don't know any procedure that's better than being texted a six-digit code, but whatever. They claim to be the world's first decentralized 360-degree solution bank headed for the metaverse. They envision a society in which all people are equal and can live freely regardless of color, gender, ethnic origin, sexual orientation, language proficiency, or immigration status. Even though Star Trek already envisioned all that. The company says they're developing a mixed reality metaverse district spanning multiple platforms that will feature a virtual bank, healthcare, gaming, and casinos. Which is great because I can never find a slot machine at my Wells Fargo branch. The advantages of football in the metaverse are really obvious. The concussions are only virtual. Maybe that's why the NFL signed a deal to work with a sports tech company called Status Pro to create a new annual VR game for Meta's Quest headset and Sony's PlayStation VR. You'll get a first-person experience, meaning locker room harassment, going bankrupt from friends' horrible business ideas, getting hassled by cops for speeding in your Lambo, and, oh yes, playing football. You'll see and experience the game just like the players do. Feel what it's like to get sacked as often as Joe Burrow. 
There's no title for the game yet. It's the league's biggest expansion into gaming since Electronic Arts Madden NFL football and positions it to have a big presence in the metaverse. If you're a metaverse expert, there's nothing more fun than telling people you're wrong when they try to talk about it. That's why VentureBeat put together five current big misconceptions about the metaverse. One, it's just about gaming. Two, it's just virtual reality. That's like saying the internet is your phone. There are many ways of interfacing with the metaverse. Three, it'll replace the real world. You might want to spend more time in it than you do in the real world, but don't worry, the real world with all of its war, corruption, and famine will still be here. Four, it's just a fad. You know, like cars and the internet were fads. And five, it'll be a monopoly owned by and controlled by a few companies like Meta and Microsoft. Remember, the whole selling point of Web3 and blockchain is decentralization. There's a strong desire to let things be run by user communities. There once was a singer named Madonna. No, that's not the start of some nasty lyric. There really was a singer named Madonna, and she was as huge an international superstar as it got. Not David Hasselhoff huge, but still huge. She's 63 now, but still young enough to want to seize the NFT opportunity, which she did by buying a Bored Ape NFT valued at more than half a million dollars. When you dress like a sexy bride and wiggle all over the floor while you sing, you wind up with that kind of money to spend on things like monkey NFTs. She posted on Instagram that she got Bored Ape number 4988, which has funky fur and an S&M hat. She made the transaction through MoonPay, which has made quite the business out of buying big-ticket NFTs for celebrities who desperately need something to talk about at their next party. The ape on the NFT appears so bored it looks like it saw Madonna's performance in the movie Suddenly Susan. That's what we've got for you this week. Don't forget to subscribe and or download every week's episode to hear some mind-blowing future taking shape. And we'll be here next week. (laughs) 